Hey guys, what's up? How are y'all doing? Michael Aaron Caceres here coming to you guys live for the first time on Twitch and simulcasting as well on my podcast. So, um, well, welcome. So this is the first time I'm doing this on Twitch. I'm pretty sure that I'm going to move this over from YouTube to Twitch permanently. Um, I think that's probably the best route to go. Um, it's like there's kind of a mass exodus happening on YouTube now. The only thing about YouTube is that it is very, um, very reliable for like, you know, um, finding things. I mean, that's where everyone goes. That's where we've been going since like, you know, forever already. Like what, 10, 20 years maybe? Um, actually, I, I don't know that YouTube has been around that long. I mean... It was around when I was in high school, and that was quite some time ago. But anyways, so yeah, so mass exodus, like all of my friends in podcasting and all of my friends in vlogging and stuff like that, most of them are leaving. Uh, most of them are going to Twitch, uh, Rumble, DLive, uh, all these other platforms um, where they can actually, you know, communicate and share with people things uh whilst not having to worry about, you know, getting kicked off or say they're wanting to make money off of it, you know, like, or whatever it is that they're doing, um, you know, well, most definitely that way. Um, at least they can keep making money without having to worry about, it. you know, a lot of people made like livelihoods off of this stuff. And then say they want to go into some topic that is like, I don't know, it could be, um, a colorful topic, it can be a fringe topic, it can be a like conspiracy, and then just because they engaged in that type of, you know, speech, uh, there goes their monetization, there goes their entire platform, basically, and maybe some of you guys out there in Twitch land uh, are not aware of that kind of activity going on, but um, it has happened, and it's happened to a lot of people that I know, Maybe I just move around in the wrong circles. No, I'd say if you're getting uh, if you're getting in trouble off the networks, you're you're pr and you're not doing something illegal. I should add, <laughs> or producing something illegal, then you most definitely probably know what I am talking about. But anyway, so it's good to be here. Um, I don't know if anyone's going to trickle in at the moment. I'm speaking to one, and that's just that's all I need. Um, but, um, this is pretty cool. <laughs> this is pretty cool. We'll see how it goes. Let's see. I'm going to add this across there anyways, just so people know. Um, but yeah, you know, like, uh, cause there's other things that I would like to do on Twitch. And since I've been, um, since I've been on Twitch, really the only thing that I have been doing is just watching other people's streams. Uh, I enjoy, uh, actually they have some really good stuff, con really good content on here. Um, uh, all gaming aside, you know, I also watch like, uh, mostly actually what I do watch is, um, news shows, uh, um, radio shows, podcasts, commentary, stuff like that. Um, I don't normally engage in just the chat per se, um, but um, this is Twitch, so it's whatever. And if you've been on, and I know for people who've been following my podcast, because this is like episode 47, I think. So for the, if you've been following my podcast, you know what this is all about. 
If you haven't and you're on Twitch and you're like, who the hell is that? Well, hi, I'm Michael. Um, you might see my ugly mug around here from time to time. I've contemplated doing, like, you know, some gameplay, but I'm not huge into gaming. But, you know, it is fun to do it, like, in a streaming session. But I've never... I've done I've done a little bit of that. I've dabbled, but I've, I've never really moved into it. And then... If you if you do recognize my face, um, it is because I, I also do another show here on Twitch as well, and that comes out Monday through Friday um, at the Q and A Holes podcast here on Twitch. So you may have heard of it, um, but um, I have another podcast called The Sea Report. And again, to my podcast audience, I'm only sharing this because um, I'm on Twitch for the first time, and I'm probably going to be doing these here on Twitch. From now on, and the experience, you know, is just basically me chatting about whatever's on my mind and talking about what's going on in my life. Um, I do, I mean, because after all, it took me 30 plus years to actually decide to share some something personal with you people um, and uh, some of my perspectives, which, you know, uh, I'm not special or gifted or talented, but most definitely I am an individual, and I think that's what counts. So anyways, uh, we'll see what happens. Um... Um, but yeah, the show must go on, as Microwave Marge would say, in spite of the fact that gremlins are throwing pots and pans into the microwave. You can't do that. Well, some people add a little bit of sherry. I add a lot. Okay, that was just syrupy water, guys. That wasn't anything alcoholic or adult-like. But okay, so what are we going to talk about today? Um... Let's see. Uh, well, I've been doing fairly well. I mean, I guess you could say. Um, not so long ago, I had this entire disruption uh, of my podcasting and stuff like that. So I had a computer crash. We finally figured out what it was. Uh, the hard drive basically just gave out. Um, now, I also had an external hard drive. Um, both of them. Both of them wiped. Um, and not wiped as in wiped clean, like they, they were just dead. And uh, the external hard drive I had was because one of the USB prongs, I guess I just, either it was too cheap or I just don't know my own strength, but it was gone and I had a bunch of stuff on there. So fortunately we took that to the repair shop and they were able to get that done. Um, they were able to extract all of that off my hard drive, which I truly am grateful for because... There's a lot. Uh, there's at least three laptops worth of files and documents on there that I have, you know, extracted over the years. So I'm glad they were able to get all of that. However, unfortunately, my laptop was not so lucky. And that is a real distressor to me because I did not save anything on that. Um, I I don't even know what original work I had on there anymore. I mean, guys, I'm a writer, um, and I also do a lot of podcasting. I do a lot of designing. I do a lot of art stuff. I had a lot of films. There's some documentaries and films on there that I don't have anymore. So that is very distressing to me um, because... And I know it don't look like I'm in a state of distress. I'm, I'm just in a state of bliss at the moment. But Well, not bliss, anyways. But, like... Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's like shit. Uh, I Here I am. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, I didn't have any new poetry per se on there. 
Um, I was working on two manuscripts, uh, one a poetry manuscript and a novel and, and another novel that was being worked on, but was kind of on the back burner. Um, gone. Uh, so, I mean, I, so, you know, you know, I mean, I've learned to get kind of Zen about these situations and, you know, I, I'm going to be retrieving my computer from the repairman tomorrow. Um, we installed a new lap, uh, we installed a new hard drive on it. Um, and I am not going to give up like, cause they wanted to recycle my hard drive. And, you know, I just, I don't really trust repairmen since, since Hunter Biden. No, just kidding. <laughs> I didn't have anything of the sort on my laptop, I swear. All of those pornographic images were not of me. No, just kidding. I mean, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, but uh, they said they were unable to extract anything, basically, from my computer's hard drive. Um, which, again, I just... Then they wanted to recycle it, and they're, like, uh, on the heels of saying they wanted to recycle my hard drive, they were like, oh, and we we, uh, we hold to our policy that we never look at any files, we never open any files. I'm like, yeah, you might not be opening files, but you probably are looking at the previews, and um, I also went in there with no mask on, and so who knows, maybe... Maybe they're sabotaging me. Or maybe that's just my paranoia speaking. I'm a Virgo, so I have a, a natural, like, tinge of paranoia. Which tinge of paranoia. So, anyways, um, that happens. But, uh, you know, um, a little paranoia is healthy. You know, a little paranoia is healthy. Uh, ain't nothing wrong with that. But uh, it's, a, it's a good motivator sometimes. But, um, anyways, as I was saying, but I've also learned to control it. Let me tell you what, because, like, there have been times when I've had house guests over, and then all of a sudden something goes missing, and in a tizzy fit, um, I forced myself to search my entire area before I call them up on the phone and tell them to get the hell back here with my shit. Um, fortunately, like I said, though, um... That's never been the case. Uh, I guess I guess I've been a good enough judge of character, or maybe, maybe I was just that one person that these people would not steal from or do shady things to, because uh, that stuff is very real and that stuff does happen out there, especially when you've. Uh... Anyways, so <laughs> okay, so um, the laptop. Um, I'm going to get it tomorrow. I'm getting a new external hard drive tomorrow as well. So I'm going to start saving everything in there. But I really, I'm paranoid because I guess I could always get a new hard, uh, external hard drive if a prong breaks. But like, according to this guy, my laptop's hard drive is just totally, it does not read anything. So basically everything is gone. I had so much stuff in there. Um, all, oh, goodness. I have to see if I can't get uh, some of my stuff back some other way. Uh, the writing is just... I don't know why I'm so calm about it. The writing is gone. Like, I have stuff saved. And, you know, actually more importantly is the stuff that was on the external hard drive. Because, like I said, that was three different laptops. And so... Um, that had a lot of old stuff that I will never ever be able to retrieve if I were not able to have extracted that. But the stuff on the the stuff on the laptop, like I, I was already so disconnected from the writing. I guess that's maybe why I'm not so mm, 
Um, because in the last few months, um, my focus has mainly been on um, doing the podcasting and also, um, you know, like, uh, well, just doing that, you know, just doing all of that. And then if you know the C Report, um, if you know my work with Q&A holes, then you know that, you know, politics, current events and news are also a very, very, very um, big part of my life, uh, big motivators, just... Yeah, so um, we'll see what happens, but I told the repairman that I did not want to recycle my hard drive and that I was going to take it to another computer place just to see if that would motivate him to find out anymore. I don't know. We'll find out. I mean, I was very much so afraid it was a virus. Um, I kind of figured it may not have been, but I, <laughs> I'm so... I'm such a gambling man, like, I I literally had no protection on my laptop for, like, two years or more, um, so I'm lucky that I didn't stumble onto a hard drive, but also because I don't visit very many dangerous, uh, you know, infested websites, at least not often anyways, um, see, I'm not gonna lie, I mean, you know, I have been to, you know, some dangerous websites, but nothing illegal, um, you know, I thought it could have been a virus, but, um, truth be told, it did take a fall off my kitchen counter bar, uh, and it landed apparently right where the hard drive is with no dent to the shell itself, but apparently that just bust the hard drive. Um, it, it went from a process of slowing down to like erasing everything. Um, and yeah, uh, that's why I thought it could have been a virus, but I guess it wasn't according to these, uh, these repair people, but I guess we'll see what happens. Um, I'm just excited to be able to do this again and to be here with you guys. And so that's why I decided to make a move over to Twitch. Um, there's a lot of things coming up in my foreseeable future. I'm very excited about, especially when it comes to some of the podcasting that I'm doing, but you know, like I can't thank, uh, people enough for tuning in to the experience. Like I said, here I'm on episode 47. It's been quite a whirlwind. Um, a lot of my audience has been picked up on the back of the C Report, which also runs on the same podcast station, Anchor, um, that uh, I run uh, the experience with Michael Aaron Kosteris on, and that's me. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we'll see how that goes. I can't really say too much right now at the moment. But uh, needless to say, I'm hoping that a lot of the work that I've put into, and I, I shouldn't just say hoping, I really do feel that we may be on the verge of something here, um, if not, uh, if not making a little bit of headway. But, you know, perseverance, integrity, never give up, never give up, never stop, you know, in the words of my president, never give up, never stop, but also maintaining focus, you know, um, and for someone like me, it's not always easy to maintain that focus. I, I mean, I think that's something that a lot of us go through anyways. Like a lot of us don't have that mental capacity to stay focused and stuff like that, but I don't think I'm as bad as some, um, I've improved <laughs> in the past few months slash years at, uh, staying focused, not being so scatterbrained, and also, uh, you know, um, I don't know, just, just, uh, going for it. Um, I started on this path at least at the start of COVID really. Uh, well, actually it was before COVID that I started down this path. It just so happens that in the course of walking down this path, 
we were struck with this supposed like um, pandemic. Now, you know, I know a lot of people are gonna be like, we don't want to talk about politics. We don't want to talk about death and COVID. Well, too bad. I'm going to talk about it. Um, I, I know I've, uh, I, I know I've covered this before. Let me see if anytime, I don't think I've talked about it on the experience podcast per se. Now, if you're listening to the C report, um, most definitely in the, the recent, uh, past months, um, and weeks, days even, I've been going pretty hard on this whole pandemic and, and COVID thing. It's disgusting to me, um, what is happening right now. And, and quite, cause right now I'm at a point people where I'm not wearing my mask in public. I don't have to necessarily because well, I don't have to. Because I am in the state of Texas, and Texas is one of those states that has declared that they're not going to, you know, enforce us to wear masks. Wow, this is pretty cool. I'm up to 45 unique users, guys. I'm so excited. Or listeners, not users. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay, cool. So let's see here. I was just checking to see when the last time I talked to you guys about COVID was on the experience. Um, let's see here. We did a poetry reading in the last episode. Yeah, we did COVID masks off on episode 45. So maybe I won't go too much into it, but, um, I don't recall because I was angry in that episode. One of my listeners was like, why are you mad? And I was like, I don't remember. Uh, I, I remember like, it's because, you know, I tune into a lot of things, you know, and I think I assess them pretty well, you know? And, um, I just feel like sometimes there's this transmission or there's this, like, I don't know what you'd want to call it, galactic something or other, and I have to respond. So if I have a vibe or a feeling or there's something tingling in my gut, um, that I need to address regardless of whether or not someone has directly affected that in my life. Like they've externally planted these seeds. And sometimes that's what it is. Sometimes it's in the aggregate, you know, like sometimes I just in uh, all the media that I absorb, all of the information that I absorb, like these thoughts will come to me. These patterns will come to me. These notions, ideas, whatever you want to call them. I, I mean, I just receive them. And I, I I wouldn't say I react. I don't react necessarily. But I do definitely respond if I have to. I'm trying not to touch my face anymore. Like, anyways. Uh, <laughs> for those of you on the podcast, I just rub my eyeball. Anyways, so... <laughs> but I try not to be so reactive as as responsive and, and also proactive. I think proactive is a good thing to be. Um, but I'm not going to preach the gospel that I do not necessarily follow, even though maybe I act like I could teach it. Because uh, I am generally, I mean, I have been a procrastinator. But what I am trying to do now is stay focused and build momentum um, and, and see where that takes me. But the main important thing I think there would be, ugh, I'm touching my eye again. Sorry, my contacts are drying out. It's like what? It's already 2.30 in the morning here in Texas. So anyways, so as I was saying, um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to do that, trying to, to maintain that, uh, but we'll see what happens. So um, I don't remember if in that 45th episode of The Experience, if I talked about the mRNA vaccines, like that 
that in itself, guys, like, I'm, I'm trying, like, I don't get it, like, how I even let myself get to this point. It's like, it's really crazy, you know, like, some of the things that I've experienced in the last six months to a year alone are quite crazy. I mean, it gets to the point that sometimes it feels that my every move, quite possibly, affects and or affects, I guess would be the best way to put it, affects what is happening around me. Ooh, what a concept, Michael, you say. Oh, what you do affects what you do around you. Oh, when did you figure that one out, right? Like, <laughs> but no, um, but I mean, but like, like seriously though, like, uh, say I'm moving at, in a certain direction, a certain pace, in a certain way, and the world is going in this way. Whatever way that is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what way. It doesn't matter if that way is following my way or of reverse my way. But generally speaking, if you're in harmony and in balance, your 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 universe is gonna flow in that way. I'm not doing like that, anyways. But like your universe is gonna flow in that way. Like it's gonna flow. Um, so, but then say like. I make a decision and it doesn't even have to be a decision that necessarily affects someone immediately or closely. It could be a decision that I just make for myself. And, and then it's like a course change for me. Like say I'm, I'm on this path and then I do a course change for me personally, but then whatever the hell's going on out in the world and the universe, it changes. Like, we were on such a path, um, I would have to say, a, a couple of months to a few months ago, and I did a course change, and I f it really felt like it affected the outcome of everything, and now we're in this weird limbo of, of, of uh, maintaining integrity, keeping the faith, and 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 fighting and standing up and, and it's almost like the universe stopped and said okay michael we know what you want but you're a little off the path now so let's just pause reassess and see if this is really what you want um because in the end it's it's gonna it, what's gonna happen is gonna be based on what we wanted and how we worked to move it that way. Um, like, you know me, I don't just believe in, like, you know, sitting boat cross-legged and, and, and praying or, or meditating uh, something to me. Um, but because, you know, action is very much a big part of that meditation or that desire. And yes, you guys probably understand that I am alluding to the, like, what is it called? Like the secret shit, um, that people were, were so into a few years ago. And I don't necessarily discredit that except for maybe the people who really followed that because that was like all, all, all faith and no action. And, and, you know, faith without works is dead. So, you should be doing something, you know, and, and that's not to say that people don't. I think the ones that are able to maintain that mental space plus put the foot uh, legwork into it, those are the ones that really get to where they need to be going. So anyways, I guess I could learn a lesson from those people. But um, yeah, I mean, 
so I was, uh, I was on a path and then I, I course corrected. Well, I say course corrected. I don't know if it was quite a course correction, but it was definitely a change. Um, and then the universe checked me and, uh, it's still checking me to make sure that I'm doing what I want. But Hey, um, we're in a point right now, at least for me, where it seems like, uh, well, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm just going to keep doing what I do and I'm just going to keep doing what I do. And I highly recommend that you tune in to the experience whenever we're here on Twitch. <laughs> um, we'll see how long, how long these, you know, cause I'm still learning Twitch and, um, stuff like that. Uh, but you know, I really, I really do need to thank, um, sorry. I really do need to thank the audience. I, I really do need to thank the listeners for staying here with me and being here with me even, even when I've had some rough moments. And that's the thing about it is that, um, that was the purpose of this podcast, honestly, like uh, to, to really just say and do things that I've never done or said before, publicly speaking anyways, and, and just kind of as an, an outlet for me. I would not necessarily call this catharsis. Uh, it's not cathartic for me to just spill my brains to people because I value connection more. So an interaction or an exchange would be more cathartic to me than just talking. You know, like, I mean, I'm talking to one person right now. That's cool. But like... um I mean, I, I, I don't know. I would rather roll. I would rather ride a roller coaster and scream at the top of my lungs until my nerves were just like, <sighs> than I would like to just chat about my problems. You know, unless I knew that I was speaking to someone that had a genuine ear, and also, um, if I was seeking advice, they'd be able to like you know, give it to me or something like that. I keep, my contacts are so dry. I should have like moistened them before I got on the air. But anyways, so yeah, you know, that's it basically in a nutshell as far as that goes. But, um, like I said, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm very excited, very, very excited. Now, I don't know because I've had some emotional episodes. I had some angry episodes. I also do poetry readings. Um, but the poetry readings, like, I, I mean, I, I do have a few of them. Like if you were to go over to my YouTube page, which I don't know, we'll see, you know, I actually had two videos that were banned off of YouTube. Um, and th this is not even a political show. This is not even a show about politics or news or current events, but I kind of expressed some of my feelings about the COVID vaccines. And like I said, I don't remember if I told you about in episode 45, which was entitled, uh, COVID masks off. Like, I don't remember if I talked about the mRNA recombinant um, DNA, and DNA stuff. And, and, you know, that's the stuff that's scary. Like, you want to talk about conspiracy theories? You want to talk about mad science? You want to talk about zombie apocalypses or whatever? Like, that is scary. And that's why I said uh, I'm finally at this point that I'm not wearing a mask, but I can't believe that I even got to this point where I wasn't uh, where I was wearing a mask for a good part of a year, you know, whereas like maybe four to five years ago, if the government or, you know, whoever had said that this was going to happen, I would have been like, oh, hell no, there's no way you're going to do that to me, especially with the vaccines, because the vaccines are being pushed really hard right now. And if you guys don't want to take the vaccine, I totally understand. I wouldn't give you any hardship over it. 
Um, but at the same time, um, it's your decision, you know, and, and I, I don't recommend you take it. I'm no doctor, of course, but from what I understand, uh, I'm not even, I'm not even considering like the news. Like, uh, I mean, I know what the news says. I know what's going on out there. I know that people have died. I know that at least across the states and at least two to three different states, uh, at least 400 people who were fully vaccinated, meaning they got both shots of the experimental, you know, gene therapy sessions, like at least 400 people contracted COVID again after they'd been fully vaccinated. So very scary. And, and I kind of think that the vaccine has something to do with that. Because after all, these experimental gene therapy sessions, um, and I say that because whatever's inside that vaccine is man-made, and there's some natural stuff in there, but for the most part, it's man-made. And it it goes into your body and it literally tells your body on a cellular level how to build and create COVID-19 in your body. So then that for some reason your body can create antibodies to defend. So why would they do that though? Why would anyone create a vaccine that a vaccine that goes into your genes, builds the, the builds the virus, and then your body fights it. It makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. They are going into your genes and in, in a cellular genetic level, and they are basically giving your body instructions on how to how to do that. And I think that the reason why those people who were fully vaccinated still contra- contracted COVID afterwards is because um is because they uh their body has the instructions on how to make it and then and then it leaves a protein marker of covid in your body in your in your cells or whatever you want to call it in your dna i don't know but like it does that and so there's always a permanent marker there for covid to return at least that's how i would interpret it <coughs> excuse me <coughs> but the science of that is there that is exactly what they're doing. That's exactly what is happening. And that's very scary, guys. I'm not going to take it for those reasons. I don't need to take it. I've, I'm healthy. I've I've uh, had COVID like 10 times. You know, I'm pretty well immune to it. It's just a flu. It's just a flu. It's nothing deadly. I mean, there's a 98% survival rate if you're healthy. Like, it's not even as deadly as a supposed flu. And then that's gone too. Like, did you guys notice this last year there was no flu season? I mean, it was COVID season, but there was no real flu. You would think that if the flu were so deadly to us and then there's COVID, like it would have been like a mass slaughter of like all of these diseases floating around, but that didn't happen. So I don't know what's up with that. Anyways, so yeah, um... That's just something to think about, guys. I, I, Like I said, I wouldn't say... I'm telling everyone I know not to take it and not to wear masks. But I'm not going to... Sorry, guys. You can see my ganglion cyst. It's gross. But anyways, it's there. Because uh, I type. I'm a writer. Anyways, I guess that's why I got it. But uh, sometimes it makes it hard to do push-ups. So I just don't do them. <laughs> anyways. But like I was saying... um, yeah, it's, uh, I'm telling people not to, like, I mean, like I said, like, it, it was weird that we even got to this point that, you know, um, 
that we had to wear these masks, we have to take these vaccines. Like, I would have said no in the, in, back in the day, you know, like, like, I always fought the flu shot, you know, I think I only had the flu shot once in my entire life. Uh, or maybe when I was a kid, but definitely once I was a grown up, once I didn't have to get boosters because of school requirements, like I never had shots. Like, I mean, I didn't like I haven't. Um, so I'm not going to take this vaccine and um, or this gene therapy. It's literally gene therapy. It's rewriting you on a genetic level, not uh, it's not injecting you with the sickness for your body to ward off and fight and, and grow antibodies from. It's making your body grow the virus itself which is totally counterintuitive. It's counterintuitive. Like, I don't know why they're doing this. I'm not going to speculate, um, but I'm just telling people not to. And so, like I was saying, I can't believe that we got to this point. Um, can't believe we got to this point and, and uh, let me think, like, I don't know, it was, it was, it was crazy um, that I went along with it, you know, like, it was like a mass illusion or it was almost like, it's almost like everyone is under the same spell. Because even, even as the COVID mandates are being lifted, even as the masks are not being required... Even people who take my point of view are still wearing the masks. Even people who um, are, 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 don't believe in um, wearing the masks believe that the masks don't work. And guys, the masks don't work. I mean, maybe an N95, but even on the boxes, we said this before, even on the boxes, they don't work. Um, so people who feel that way are still doing, are still complying. They're still complying. Um, people who, um, feel like this might be a form of oppression or like a government overreach, they're still complying. Like, why are they still complying if they feel this way? Once I learned what the hell an mRNA vaccine was, I took my mask off. I was like, that's it. I'm done. I was like, I cannot handle this anymore. And I've been going into stores. I've been going into restaurants. I'll be out on the town tomorrow um, with no mask on and smiling at the world because I think that everyone needs to see everyone smile again. And, and I know that in my interactions since I've been maskless, like, I get it. There are a lot of people out there who are still afraid. Most of them are young. And when I say young, I mean, like, you know, they're, they're teenagers or in their early 20s. Uh, I have nothing against young people. Um, believe me, I have nothing against young people. But... Um, Okay, so if you're wondering why there was that little smile for all you people out there that like to read people's faces and gestures and shit, uh, the young ones usually come after anyways. Like, yeah, my last two relationships, they were both 10 years younger than me. Not my fault. Not my fault. They picked <laughs> me. So I was just like, okay. Um, but yeah, so anyways, as a, well, was it the last two? Yeah, well, the last relationship and then maybe the last person I dated. It wasn't my fault, but I am not doing that anymore. Right? Just because the, the good thing about the kitties, and, and I don't mean the kitty diddlers, and I don't mean, you know, you know, I don't even have to explain this. Anyways, is they keep, they kept me fresh and up to date with the, the lingo and uh, eyebrows are no longer on fleek, I'm sure. <laughs> 
But at the time, at least I was still caught up with it. <laughs> and now I'm suffering. No, just kidding. I'm not suffering. I'm actually having a really good time. Um, it's been, it's been a very interesting path and I've learned a lot of things. But anyways, let me go back to what I was talking about because I just totally got sidetracked there. Um, and usually I will close the circle. Uh, so if you here on Twitch hear me rambling and then all of a sudden I'm talking about something that I was talking about 10 to 15 minutes ago, I'm just closing the circle. My, my brain works like that. It moves from topic to topic and then it seals the topics. It's kind of like that book Cloud Atlas. Oh, the book? What? I mean, the movie. Um, if any of y'all have ever seen that movie, and it's a shame because it stars a bunch of pedophiles and a bunch of fucking Satanists, most likely. But it was such a good book. Um, actually, the movie, believe it or not, you know, as a writer, as a reader, um, as someone who doesn't like the top 20, top 40 bullshit, like, the movie was actually better than the book. And only because they changed a certain part in the movie that I thought actually made it flow better than the way that the writer put it in the book. And that's neither here nor there, but getting back to that whole closing the circle thing, like, that book when I read it, I was like blown. Like I'm sure someone's done it before, but the way it was written was so fucking cool. Like it was like you had like six different stories, right? And then, um, you had six different stories. And so as you're reading the book, it's, it's six stories and you get halfway through the first story and then the second story starts. And then you get halfway through the second story and the third story starts and so on and so forth. And then when you get to halfway through the sixth story, the, oh no, I, I think if I remember correctly, that whole story plays through. And then when you finish that story, it's the second half of the fifth story, second half of the fourth story, second half of the third. So it's like, it like frames itself. It's so, it was so, such a cool concept when I read it. I was literally blown away and it was such a good story, but it's just one story, one story and one particular event in that story is what they changed in the movie and it actually i thought made it flow better it's the pianist the gay pianist story not the gay penis the gay pianist <laughs> it's the story about the pianist and his lover and um i thought the book uh was good but i thought the way they uh covered it in the movie was it it had a better flow for me in the movie and and i like to read so it's not like i was just like ah this is difficult reading or something like that no it was literally because like it it had a better flow that was such a good movie i i just i don't like that so many of these people are pedophiles and satanists and you know pagan blood drinking baby eaters but like that's just that's the way of it. And, you know, we've talked a little bit about that on the experience. I know I promised you guys that for a long time, and I appreciate your patience. But to all things, their own due time. And we'll get there. I've got a lot of stuff I've got to do. Like right now, I was going to write some article. Well, okay, so for for the podcast side, um, uh, for Q&A holes and for, well, not so much the C report, um, but for Q&A holes, I, I sometimes write articles for them. So I was going to, I need to get back on the ball with that. In fact, I should have been doing that right now, but I haven't talked to you guys since the poetry reading on Monday. 
and here we are on Friday. And so I was like, let me get something in here. I, I really need to just touch base and talk and see what happens. Um, the volume and all that stuff, the, the mic pickup was so bad the last few episodes, especially on the C report. Um, I was afraid I was going to lose a lot of my audience because of the terrible, terrible, terrible sound quality. Um, and then I look at my stats and here they've grown. So thank you guys. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for spreading the word about the experience with Michael Costas. I know a lot of it is from the C report. Actually, I'm sure a lot of this is coming from the C report. Um, but sin but you know, I, at least you get some of this mixed in. And, and I hope, I hope if you're on the anchor podcast and you're listening to the C report and then all of a sudden you have a poetry reading, I hope that fits your bill. Like, I hope that does you well. I hope that it's value added for you. Like, um, cause I mean, it is for me. Um, I, I, I get to do something that I don't, don't normally haven't been able to do my entire life where some people can just go off, you know, and I know it seems like this might be unfocused, but this is my, this is my chill time, you know, like some people go, I don't know, eat or spend time with their family or go outside and run and jog or watch a movie or spend time with, you know, chatting with friends online. Um, and I don't judge that. Um, but we all need we all need something that helps us kind of depress and not get depressed, decompress, decompress is what I was looking for. That helps us decompress. That helps us kind of like, you know, let some of the exhaust out. Um, and this podcast is kind of my way of doing that. Um, cause I get really wrapped. I get really wrapped in the C report and, uh, the other stuff that I do with that, um, that podcast and the other program. But, um, it's been a fun, it's been a fun journey so far. Um, I, I'm trying to think of other topics, uh, and it's not hard. I mean, there's so many other things we could talk about, but I'm just too focused right now on the other podcast. So I can't really sit down and think about, Hmm, what do I want to talk about with this, the experience audience, the ones who do come and, and listen to this for this, um, because I, I don't, uh, I don't want to overcrowd you with too many politics and stuff like that. And, and really that's why I like doing the C report because at least I get my fix of news and politics and current events out. And then it's a little bit easier. I think for those who listen to both programs to kind of understand my perspective and why I might think differently from other people. I, I know I process things differently from, well, I know I process things differently from other people. For those of you who can't see, I'm doing the crazy sign, uh, the crazy, you know, when you, anyways, okay. So, um, I, I know I process things much differently. I need to stop. <laughs> Sorry guys. I'm self editing on the air. <laughs> if I keep stopping my sentences, um, anyways, uh, I forgot what I was saying. Um, but yeah, but anyways, anyways, so what's coming up? What's coming up? What's on the agenda? Um, we'll be doing some podcasting this weekend. And then, of course, the C report again. Um, <coughs> I'm not sure. Oh, on the topic of books. Yes, I am still reading Kingdom of Fear. I am a slow reader. I, I don't like to skim. I don't like to skim books. I, I mean, I don't like to f speed read. Um, I don't like to lock on to key points and then maybe figure it out from there and through osmosis learn the story. I don't like to read backwards. I don't like to read the end. I don't. Like, I am the guy that reads slow and then goes back and reads. Like, 
the last paragraph. I'm even worse when it comes to writing, though, guys. Like, I, I have had to literally train myself not to edit until I am done with my draft. Because, like, I mean, I'm, I'm very particular. I don't know how to explain it. But I, I've had to train myself to just get it all out and then go back. And that's very hard for me to do sometimes because I want to edit in the moment. And you can't do that all the time or else you just lose all of your marbles. And it's very important that we maintain our marbles, isn't it, guys? Okay, so anyways, um, this has been a blessing, though. This has been a nice chat. I just really wanted to touch base again with um, with listeners out there. Um, there's going to be, I don't know, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to have some announcements on the future soon. Like, uh, there's not even anything that I could lock on and cling to that I could say for sure the documents are signed, the contracts are signed. There's none of that. But for some reason, I have this feeling inside me, like right in here, and it's going through my back. And it doesn't feel bad. It feels like anticipation. I, I just feel this something. I feel something. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But otherwise, guys, maybe I'll tune into, maybe I'll come back and do another podcast tomorrow. Maybe I'll do a Saturday margarita or what is it? What was I calling it? Saturday brunch with Michael Aaron Crossers. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll do a poetry reading. I don't know. Um, we'll see. Uh, I had a lot of good feedback from that Ross Williams episode that I did with the music. Um, it would be really cool to do a music program, but and I, you know... Stop inferring things from my face. If there's anything that I've learned from life, it's don't set your patterns. Or at least don't make them obvious because then people can figure you out. <gasps> Ooh, did I just give away a secret? No, I am always off pattern, guys. Like, I do it on purpose. Anyways, alright guys, I will talk to you all later. It's been real, it's been, and this was fun. First time on Twitch, we'll see how it goes. Um, I have a couple of friends on Twitch, so I don't know. I didn't tell them I was doing this though. I just, I mean, this this account has been vacant for at least... I don't know, since I created it a few months back, maybe three, four, five months back now. But um, I, I love watching some of the programming that they have on here. Millennial Millie, Tori says, quite frankly. Um, some of the DJs on here are really cool too. So anyways, we'll see what's up, guys. But um, until next time, take it easy. You can go visit my website, therootofmanyreturns.com if you want to check out some of my writing and some of my art and other stuff. Or go to qandaholespodcast.com if you want to check out some of my work and news and current events and politics. I'm always very active, at least I try to be. And now that I'm finding um, a routine or 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 basically I'm getting to the point where I can just start to tweak and finesse what I'm doing and then I can get that routine down and then everything will just be about focus, drive, and momentum. And that's what it's going to be about from here on out. So I look forward to talking to you guys again next time. Till then, y'all have a great evening. Get some rest, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. We'll see. The experience with Michael Aaron Kosseris is listener-supported. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider making a small monthly donation to support future episodes. You can contribute directly at anchor.fm slash thexpodcast. Click on the support button and enter your card information for a secure donation. Choose your monthly donation, $0.99 cents to nine ninety nine a month. 
every bit helps. Again, visit anchor.fm slash the X podcast spelled the T H E X podcast E X P O D C A S T and tell them Michael sent you. Something is haunting the town. Adam Longoria has gone missing, and his sister claims she's been seeing a bad man in the shadows. Jesse Bachman confronts a terror that is haunting the town of Suval, but will he be able to stop a pure evil that wants him dead? Get the chilling new novella by Michael Aaron Cassidis, author of The Distance to the End. A Trick of the Eyes, a stunning new work of horror that is keeping readers turning the page. Get A Trick of the Eyes anywhere books are sold, online or in stores, ask for it by name. A Trick of the Eyes by Michael Aaron Casares.